0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we put a festive spin on all things Scottish football. It was an action-packed weekend before the big day. It saw Celtic stay nine points clear after winning at Celtic Park. That was after Rangers had seen off Ross County. There was an incident-packed day at Tannadice with Hearts now confirming Craig Gordon has suffered a double leg break and the January transfer window is just days away from swinging open. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me to wish you the merriest of Christmases is Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans. And what's days away from swinging open is the front door at Ibrox to welcome Celtic on January 2nd. Will we be able to avoid talk of that game with just one match left to be played by both sides Rangers at home to Motherwell Celtic with an altogether more difficult exercise away at Easter Road it's warming up yeah it's been jam-packed this festive period it seems not too long ago we were in the studio mulling over Celtic's 4-1-1 and we are looking ahead to the next round of games and Hugh's right all roads lead to January 2nd but big games before then 01419511025 Come on down It's that time of the year You don't even really know what day it is For what it's worth it's Monday And that's why we're here uh, As normal Would Hugh Keevens, Mark Wilson and I Have liked to be sitting on the couch With the feet up Eating the Christmas leftovers And watching junk on TV Possibly No but chance much no, rather, no, no, We no, would no. much rather share it with you So come on 01419511025 See even if it's just to talk rubbish About Christmas Tell us what you did Tell us what you got up to We'll try and put a football spin on it Tell us what Christmas gifts you got Whatever you fancy This is the place to talk nonsense tonight 01419511025 On a slightly more serious note We can look back on what was an action-packed weekend Because like I say This is just the traditional Monday review Of a weekend that saw Celtic uh, Reclaim their nine-point lead They saw Rio Hatati play right back And score twice uh, they saw a convincing win at Celtic Park against St Johnston. That was the response to Rangers winning the previous evening at Ross County. Terrible news for Hearts and Scotland fans out there. Craig Gordon suffering that double leg break at the weekend. Any tributes, any thoughts, uh, any messages of encouragement for him? This would be the place to share it. And as Hugh mentions, if you want to look forward to either the 28th of December fixtures, the 2nd of January fixtures, or that January transfer window opening, this is the place to do it. 01419511025. So come on, keep us company, will you? Uh, it is the season of goodwill and all that. Did you have a good time, Mark Wilson? I what did Christmas did. entail? Um, oh, well, family over from America, like I said the, the day before, young twins running about, me cooking dinner. For the full Did you day ever get exhausted the Because did, the last, last we left you Saturday afternoon You inexplicably were yet yeah. to purchase your turkey did Well you fortunate enough I dropped Mr Keevans off And I went to a, a shop not, not too far from him He didn't and, even come with you uh, He didn't come with me I didn't, I didn't drag him through that process But I was lucky enough to get one In fact there were hundreds left in the shelf So Discounted? I was fortunate <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I was. I was going to tell hang me about. you've not gone at five p.m. on Christmas Eve and still had to pay full I price. Know, I thought the yellow stickers come out. You're going to the wrong shops. Then, you must have went to one of those expensive I, yeah, shops. I did, mm, and uh, I, I had to pay full whack. It was a, a sore one, Hugh. Oh dear. Be a quiet Christmas in the Keevans household nowadays. No, having a giraffe 
There was a late fitness test on one of the grandchildren in Dundee <laughs> and they decided at 2pm that it was fit to travel. So we went straight to my daughter's house where everyone was convening, which meant that the grandchildren, who are staying with us, got into our house at 11pm and saw a big bundle of presents to be opened. Ooh. Tell me they did Ooh. not start opening presents at 11pm. Not only did they start opening presents... Home Alone went on <laughs> And Bedtime bed was 2am Is that why you've been in here since midday Trying to get some peace and quiet This is my yeah. equivalent of political asylum I come in here seeking sanctuary Well I'm not sure you'll find it on the phone lines But we'll do our best 01419511025 Come on let's share this boxing day together We can talk football We can talk Christmas We can talk whatever you like Just pick up that phone and get in touch with Hugh Keevans uh, or Mark Wilson uh, Within reason by the way When I said we can talk about whatever you like uh, Well seen Gordon DL's not here He'll be heartbroken oh. by the way You cheating on him Yeah, yeah. Hugh yeah. This week. Well, I, I thought it was only right to mix up I, I did receive a nice text from him yesterday Which was very very festive um, It wasn't was it? No I certainly wasn't He's <laughs> blaming me for passing on this chest infection That I have said he was in bed struggling So Merry Christmas, Gordon, if yeah, you're listening. Merry Christmas. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. It is a Monday. I know that surprises people, but it is a Monday, yeah. Hugh Evans. We had football at the weekend. Yep. So without straying too far from our usual plan of action, what was your result of the weekend? I'm going for Hibs 4, Livy nil For a variety of reasons, Lee Johnson was under a bit of pressure, lost seven of his previous eight games. That's the kind of thing that gets people twitchy in boardrooms. Particularly that boardroom uh, But he's come out He's won 4-0 Resounding win Good performances all round The goalkeeper David Marshall uh, Cadden's performance uh, Nisbet All looking good for Hibs After a long dismal run And they are coming into a bit of form As Celtic prepare to go there on Wednesday Good shout out from Hugh But I'm going to go all the way back to Fur Park on Friday night I, mean, I wish you wouldn't Sorry Gordon But When you're 2-0 down And you're down to 10 men To come back And grab a point I'm going to go for Kilmarnock uh, I thought that was pretty impressive From Derek McInnes' side Right if you must Goal of the weekend Anyone? Uh, I'm going to stick it for Park Sorry Gordon <laughs> I thought the equaliser From Polworth What a strike it was And just when you needed something He pulls that Out of the top bag well, I'll go for Dylan Levitt of Dundee United. It was a distressing afternoon at Tannadice for a variety of reasons. Craig Gordon, horrible news about him and we can only wish him well. He turns 40 this week. He faces a long road back to football. But brilliant goalkeeper, one of the best Scotland has ever produced. Uh, so wish him well. But out of that distressing afternoon... A terrific finish from Dylan Levitt of Dundee United You've both overlooked Rhys McCabe's free kick for Airdrie But I know you like to stick yeah. to the top flight uh, more often than not Alright, let's get let's get controversial who, who gets the howler? Who was the howler of the Christmas weekend? Well, for me it's the referee at Tannadice Colin Stephen mm. uh, You know, the, you can argue about VAR and its effect on games But his performance was appalling And the Craig Gordon incident He's actually awarded a penalty now, luckily for him, he overturns his own decision uh, because of VAR. But how 
How do you manage to award a penalty in the first place? Very poor refereeing. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Colin, if you're listening. Um, Mark, <laughs> you're out over the weekend. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a hard one to beat that from Hugh. Um, I, I could go the assistant referee uh, at Celtic Park for Rehatality's goal, but I think I'm going to stick it for Park Gordon with your side. Um, if you are 2 0 up against a team with 10 men, you should be good enough. To get the job done Motherwell team Gets out of the weekend How are you me. enjoying Your last show here Mark <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even argue For what it's worth yeah. And go on then Man of the weekend Top performer Call it what you will I'll take Rio oh. Hatati I think uh, He proves that If he can play He can play anywhere And that his performance Was assured Scored two goals And in fact Missed a real chance To get himself a hat-trick Because the he hit the post When it, he really ought to have scored I'm going to give a shout out To David Marshall Oh yes, yeah. I can see where saved, you're going. Saved two penalties, made another good stop in there. Hey, hold on, you've got. Let's explain it better than that. It's not just yeah. two penalties two within penalties, a game. Yep. Yeah, okay, and the rebound then gets up and so saves it. To two penalties within what was it? A minute. Two a minutes? minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, top goalkeeper deserves a bit of credit for that one. Absolutely right. Come on then. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. What did you make of the weekend's action? If you can't even remember the weekend's action, hopefully the guys of <laughs> a. I've jogged your memory I know it does seem a bit strange At this time of year And everything's all over the place But we thought we would try And bring a bit of normality To your Monday night So 01419511025 How do you look back On that win Celtic fans And your new right back Rio Hatati Rangers fans You're even going further back uh, To think about Dingwall Maybe another non-vintage performance But 9 points out of 9 Since Michael Beale Arrived and on you go There is that Craig Gordon injury Hearts confirming today uh, A double leg break Any thoughts or tributes to him Please get them in here as well And if you simply want to pick up the phones Tell us about your Christmas In fact here's one Tell us which uh, football related Christmas gifts you received or gave Because there must be some That was the best thing about this time of year I don't know if I'm getting old for that no, sort of thing But You know what my wee boy got from my mum It was that it's a light up football I've never seen one of these before It's absolutely amazing well, you You've been out in the back garden When it's A dark guy black. It's brilliant Lights <laughs> up Seriously so, amused this guy yeah. the Have you ever seen that before though? Well no, no I suppose uh, not I'm going to bring it in I'll Surprising show you in his great. voice uh, Maybe that's more for Twitter That one You can send us a picture then Send us a picture of your favourite Football Christmas gifts That you received Or maybe you've got youngsters In the house uh, And it's presents that They received from Santa 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter um, th- I think let's start there Hugh Just because it's The, the news of today If you like and, and Hearts did You know Put out a statement If you like today Confirming Craig Gordon Will miss the rest of the season After suffering A double leg break He was injured in the 2-2 draw At Tannadice on Christmas Eve He came Rushing out To a long ball A man he'll know well Stephen Fletcher And him collided just you know, looked like one of those accidental collisions And you could tell there was that lengthy delay Craig Gordon stretched off with a fibula and tibia break oh. For anyone who, who wants the technical term He has had surgery He's set to be discharged from hospital But his season is over And we're five days away from his 40th birthday yeah. um, Never an easy time But Th- that in particular This is a man who in his time has known an almost three-year absence from football because of serious injury. Fought his way back, never considered the idea of early retirement, got himself a move to Celtic where he was an outstanding goalkeeper and now this is a horrific way to enter your 41st year. 
Uh, I can only hope that he makes a full recovery. He is that kind of determined bloke. He will want to come back and play football again. He will not want to go out retiring on his stool, to use a boxing analogy. Uh, so, Craig, I wish you every success. Mm, let's bring in Kenny, who is a Hearts fan on the line. Hi, Kenny. Evening, guys. Happy Christmas to you, all. Same to you, uh, Kenny. No, listen, I couldn't agree with you more. That referee on uh, Saturday was absolutely diabolical, uh, some of the decisions. And and can I bring it up that the last time Hearts played at Tannadise, we ended up before getting stretched off as well. And it's almost happened again with Kingsley, Halkett, and sadly for Craig Gordon. You know, I mean, that was, I mean, me and the kids had a bird's eye view it and know that you want it, but that was an absolutely horrific. And how he could have then, say, penalty, eh, baffled the whole lot of us in the stadium, I think, including the Dundee United fans. But it was just some, you know, since this VARS came into Scotland, it's actually making a lot of decisions worse. You know, yeah. referees are meant to be getting help, but they're just not getting anything right. Well, t- to be fair, though, then. Without VAR, presumably those two penalties stand, and then yeah. you've got two perceived mistakes. Where I know it's not ideal, you couldn't then defend the referee's part in it, and I wouldn't try to. But at least VAR is there to, to then yeah. correct. Because, like, although referees like they deserve criticism, that it can't be easy to twice go and overturn your own decision. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that can't, because you, especially after the first one. Course, you know yeah. you're going over to that monitor thing. I am about to hold my hands up to this entire stadium and Scottish football at large and admit that I've made a mistake. But that's what it's here for. That's what it's designed for. And I think it's actually shown up well over the weekend. And if you take the Celtic one into consideration as well, it's done its job. Um, letting it all, the referee should know the handball one. I know it's very quick. He's got a good view of it, but he should know that anyway. But the, the Craig Gordon one, we, we watched those pictures come in and we couldn't believe he gave a penalty for that. We are conflating a couple of different issues here, Hugh, because you know Kenny's original point as well was about that Craig Gordon one. And I think when it's something that serious, your priority is to think about the player, obviously. Yeah. Wish him well. But then as Kenny mentions, Hearts have had outrageous defensive injuries and then it was another day where more defenders had to go off with... Uh-huh. You know, nasty looking knocks Then Craig Gordon on top of it So um, For him Worst of all And then for the team It's been quite a time I think uh, With regard to Kenny's point About VAR VAR did See the referee Have to overturn What would have been A scandalous Award of a penalty But I go back To the basic point That referees Whether they're Now subconsciously Letting VAR Referee the game For them whether every trip they make to the monitor they think I've made a mistake and they don't think for themselves but the general standard of refereeing concerns me the the referee's performance at Tannadice was unacceptably poor this is the top level of our game the big calls are important they will determine league places they will determine who gets the cup finals they will determine who is top six, bottom six or who gets relegated we have, at the moment, a group of referees who are not doing their job to a satisfactory level. Yeah, I'm sure part of that lots of people will agree with, but in that specific incident, I don't think we can say the ref is sort of happy to let VAR do it for them because it's the opposite. He's actually got the embarrassment, if you want to call it that. That's not the way they would see it. They would see it as a an aid, but of over- overturning his own decision. So I think yeah. we have to be consistent with how we... Um, Talk about specific incidents What about Craig Gordon Mark? 
Well just such a shame for him Like you said I mean uh, We said at the time Shows immense bravery To come out there Because he knows he's going to take A sore one anyway But uh, When you see some of the still images um, Of the actual fracture You would Very much doubt that He would come back from that Particularly at his age And he's just been an outstanding Player Over Over how many decades now In Scotland Had a short spell Retired Came back Now to do that was incredible in itself to get back to the top level and he's going to be a sore miss for Hearts I mean I know they've got a, a decent number two in Xander Clark but he is a top top goalkeeper You very quickly move from sympathy with Craig Gordon well wishes for Craig Gordon to, to what it means in a football sense just because yeah. you have to Hugh I don't think it's disrespectful or missing the point it's just football and, and it, it moves on very quickly from an international perspective Scotland play in Exactly. Well, yesterday it was exactly three months' time. Uh-huh. Who's the Scotland goalkeeper? From, you know, from from now on, at a time when Alan McGregor and David Marshall have also hung up their international gloves. Now, Alan McGregor won't be coming back, but Marshall could. Hmm. I I think, I think the Dave, phone call will be made. I think David Marshall could be prevailed upon. We all understood that his reasons for going at the time, football players. At that level of the game They miss an awful lot of family time And he wanted to Get back to that However He is of an age And he is of a standard That I think would prompt Stevie Clark to say How do you feel David? Uh, I mean Liam Kelly's been in squads Mm. Xander Clark Who will now assume the number one position at Hearts Has been in squads John McLaughlin's been in squads Mm. Isn't playing at at Rangers Well did play the other night Um, I don't know if Marshall We'll go back. I no. I would like to see Marshall back, but I I think that that boat sailed for David Marshall. Mm. I mean, if that is the case, then it's entirely his prerogative. Uh, he'll he'll always have that night on the twelfth of November uh, when we qualified for the Euros. Uh, however, he's playing to a very high standard for Hibs, as we have uh, alluded to on tonight's program, and I think. Whether you believe you'll come back or not I think the phone call has to be made yeah. uh, Kenny, it presumably will be Xander Clark It's not a bad number two to have Albeit big gloves to fill Are you, are you confident this won't Damage Hearts season too much? I think so I, th- I think the problem Gordon As you said earlier It's all our defenders that are getting injured I mean we're, we're waiting on Boyce and Benny getting back uh, and obviously Halkett but I spoke to him after the, the the game on Saturday Halkett said it's a different injury so it's not the one that he's been nursing for, for a few months since he got operated on and Kingsley's, Kingsley's more worried we spoke to him as well as the kids I was wanting to meet players after games uh, Kingsley was more he was wondering where the blood was coming from but it was his, his nose you know he kind of hit the front of his face off the guy's shoulder when they all came out but could, could I just add on a uh, nice Christmas presents Go for it. Son actually, the son actually bought me a ski hat, ski gloves, and thermal socks. So I'm over the moon with that. <laughs> oh, that, you need that for going to football at this time of year, Kenny. Listen, it's standing on a Monday and a Wednesday night, and and it's Spartans in Edinburgh with my daughter, and then a Saturday her game, and then we rush to the Hearts game. So it's absolutely well, uh, well, well taken the the gift that I got. So see, yeah. Kenny yeah. doesn't even ski, yeah. <laughs> but you need it. But you see, you Kenny, temperatures. Kenny, men of a certain vintage need that. I got the best pair of gloves I've ever had last night from one of my girls. Goalie gloves, sensational. <laughs> oh, what's so good about them? Just. 
They've got that bit that stops your fingers bending back no, when no, someone no. hits a powerful <laughs> shot into you. I need his finger save. <laughs> Magnificent warmth. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> a key, okay. key component yeah, of the glove yeah. game. What was yeah. the best gift you received? Oh, oh, so many to choose from. Um, got to Silverstone. No, got to Silverstone. Oh, hold on a minute. Oh, See, Hugh, there are levels to this game. You have just produced a pair of gloves, <laughs> yes. and this guy <laughs> is getting ripped to. Do you know what? I thought you were going to do the humble thing and, and deliberately pick like a more uh, sort of smaller. Nah, nah, I just went for the big game. Yeah, I went for the. I beat that Champions one, League Wilson. Eh? Silverstone. Well, I didn't buy it for Prix. myself. Someone gifted it to me. I've got. I got something right like Along Kenny's lines That I think will come in handy uh, for, And it's purely for the, the job that you do And you're grouting about To football The most concerning thing about it Is I think Gordon DL's got one Ooh. So I can't tell him I can never admit That I've got the same Ideas as him I got one of those heated Heated, oh, heated body warmer For under the jacket <laughs> oh. When you go to the game Little battery pack yeah, Turn it he's on He's got one Does he? Yeah I'm selling my one. Uh, Facebook marketplace Go and I'll, I'll sell it to you For a good price Thank you Kenny 01419511025 So go on Send us a picture What was your favourite Christmas gift? Or could we maybe cause a Cause a bit of a domestic scene What about your worst Christmas gift? You can do that as well yeah, Whatever you yeah. want Send it to me At Gordon Duncan 7 Or at Clyde SSB and we'll take more of your calls. Let's look back in the game at Celtic Park next. Celtic fans, what did you make of it? Have you got a new right back in Rio Hatati? Pick up the phones and let us know. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Mark Wilson. Who would you rather spend your boxing day with? Don't answer that question. Just pick up the phone 0141-951-1025. And let us know what is on your mind We are looking back on the weekend Because believe it or not It is Monday uh, And we tend to do that on a Monday night Looking back on big wins uh, For various teams Of course we'll look at Celtic Park In the not too distant future We've been giving our well wishes to Craig Gordon A double leg break for him As confirmed by Hearts today And look it is Boxing Day I know people are a bit out of their routine They're maybe sitting stuff in their faces uh, so we thought we'd just put a bit of a festive spin on things as well If you want to send me a picture A tweet with your best and worst Christmas gifts received uh, Brownie points of course if they're football related uh, We'll take them all uh, And hopefully we'll have a bit of fun with that Andrew's obviously a big Celtic fan He got a signed ball from the current squad He sent me a picture oh. You're going to be happy mm. with that aren't yep. you? I'd be absolutely delighted Then to, to take a more sort of sinister look at the rivalry um, Elusive Thoughts got this mug from my Ranger supporting partner she's no longer my partner it says <laughs> and it's a mug I think uh, and it's got the Celtic jersey on it and then it says Terry Monroe number 10 <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that needs much more explanation uh, and yeah as a former partner for Elusive Thoughts sorry to see anyone break up at this time of year certainly over a Christmas gift Do you remember that though Mark When you were young And just the sheer joy That a football gift would bring Maybe it does oh. to older people as well Oh without My doubt. nephew was round last night Got his first ever FIFA game oh. The look on his face The joy I mean I must admit There was lots of PSG and Mbappe And Messi and Argentina Getting mm. mentioned You know More of a bread and butter Let's go Motherwell v Dundee United uh, yeah, Or something Yeah, yeah. The kids these I days. remember the very first FIFA Getting that for Christmas When <gasps> it was It was at FIFA 94 Maybe For the Mega Drive might, might have been But I remember Waking up on Christmas morning And having that And the hours of Endless fun Fantastic Honestly Or getting football boots I used to love I woke up one day uh, One morning Had Predators Of them And they came out Amazing. Amazing. Ever, oh, it? brilliant. I got a, a football, football book yesterday. What did you get? The poetry of 
football commentary. That's what it's called. Who's that by? What's that about? Charlie. Again? Yeah, I think I've seen that somewhere. So I thought I must be in this. <laughs> I must be. When I said famously, Hib score. That could be the only goal of the game. And by the time I got to the word game, yeah. Kyogo had scored at the other end of the park. I remember it well. I was in my bedroom yeah. doing the show with COVID, laughing away at you. <laughs> That's another one. There must have been some good football books received this Christmas. So why not give us your advice on there at Clyde SSB? Send me a picture. We'll help each other out. If we're looking for something to do I actually got a copy of Archie McPherson's yes. New book Haven't had the chance to dig into that I'll need to do that uh, At some point So yes, why not Send us all your Christmas greetings And messages and pictures And all the rest of it At Clyde SSB We are also going to look back On the weekend though As promised at Celtic beating St Johnson By four goals to one At Celtic Park I suppose Mark it Is a fixture that should be Straightforward for Celtic But they certainly Earned the right for it yeah. to be straightforward Very comfortable And maybe Rio Hatati stealing the show Yeah, shows he can play there So no issues if one of the other three get injured Or Juranovic goes out the door And the other two are unavailable I thought he was outstanding And I thought um, The way that Celtic used him in terms of you know Allowing him to get up the pitch I said um, the bonus of having a guy like that at right back Is when a cross comes in that falls to the edge of the box. Who would you want? A clean striker like him. And he gets his goal that way. But I thought everything Celtic did, particularly the first half, was very, very good, very quick. Um, Kyogo get a couple of goals uh, again. The two cans Postacoglu's gripes on from the other night and, and put it right. And when Callum Davidson comes out and says, we're going to try and frustrate them, you know you have to be top of your game to break them down in Celtic. Well, I thought they were very good. And then the passing, I mentioned for James Forrest, who set up one of the Kyogo goals, uh, joins in a, a, an elusive club of men who have scored a hundred times for Celtic and had 100 assists. So, well done, James Forrest. Uh, yeah, it was uh, quite the afternoon. Here's what Ange Postacoglu made of it. What did you think, though? 0141951-1025. Yeah, it's easy for me to sort of put it out there, but it's got to be... <clears throat> Yeah, received by them and, and taken on board. And I had no doubt they would because that's, you know, I've never sensed with this group that there's any sort of <clears throat> complacency creeping in or that they're comfortable where they are. They, they're kind of demanding to be better all the time and how we can help them do that. And, uh, you know, I just felt in the midweek game we weren't as sort of disciplined and desperate to get into those areas. And today was you know, a different story and we got the rewards for it. Real being shifted to right back had a very good performance as well, didn't he? Yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, I mean I had to get creative. I mean to be fair, if it didn't work, it would have been John Kennedy's idea. But um, yeah, no, look, I, I thought with the way it was set up, you know, with these kind of things, you can kind of disrupt the whole team. Or the easiest thing for us was to put a player there who maybe wasn't familiar with the position. Now Reyes played left back earlier in his career, which I knew from Japan, but. <clears throat> He's not a fullback, that's for sure. But I thought whatever sort of frailties we may have had defensively, he would give us, you know, plenty going the other way and uh, make us even more dangerous. And uh, but credit to him, I thought even defensively he did a really good job. You know, he did his, he, he kept his discipline and kept his uh, position. And you know, as soon as I told him yesterday, <coughs> he was fine. He was all in. You know, and um, I said credit to him. It was a, it was a, I mean, apart from the goals, I thought it was a really good performance. For him. The, the incident. I don't think there was any intent from Bull at all to, to sort of um, hurt the keeper. And I thought, you know, you usually get a, an idea by the like, reaction of the players around it, you know, how serious. And I thought, you know, 
the referee sort of dealt with it. You know, gave him a yellow card and away we go. But nowadays, you know, we've obviously got other eyes on this. And again, you know, I think the keeper was getting trapped for how long, and we wait till the keeper's up on his feet before we then go check. It and it just takes too long, and there's no need to. But um, yeah, I guess. Um, Disappointed for Ball Because like I said I don't think there was any intent there 0141951 Laurie's a Celtic fan How do you look back on it Laurie? Uh, very happy And content Gordon uh, Six points The last two games Against Aberdeen St Johnson uh, Delighted as I am What I would have to say is I do like a competitive match uh, It's important first and foremost Celtic won But I felt that Aberdeen and St Johnson Respectively Offered very little by way of resistance. In fact, last weekend at Petardry, I have to say that that probably was the largest full-scale retreat I've saw since the evacuation at Dunkirk. Uh, that was just terribly uh, one-sided. The next two uh, fixtures at Easter Road and Ibrox, I'm looking forward to with, with some relish because I think they will prove much more competitive. Uh, I do think that if Celtic prevail in both those games, well, she can never uh, pop champagne corks uh, in December or January. I think it would be almost mission impossible for Rangers uh, to come back uh, from that. It would prove nearly insurmountable, I would suggest. Yeah, that Laurie's right. If Celtic win the next two games, you cannot make a logical case for anything other than Celtic retaining their title. Um, they have had games against Aberdeen and St Johnston which for members of the ticket buying public they're not great entertainment because St Johnston uh, at least they were at Celtic Park Aberdeen were holding out for a draw at home uh, but St Johnston were a massive disappointment given that they hadn't lost in any of their six previous games uh, but Celtic you can't take it away from them they hung in against Aberdeen and got the goal and they swiftly disposed of St Johnston But Hims will be a different challenge They've come alive after a long negative spell But if Celtic go to Ibrox with a 9 point lead And win the game at Ibrox Then psychologically It's a really devastating blow for Rangers And there is no way of coming back and winning the title Yeah, I have to agree with that But Wednesday's a, a tough one for Celtic Now... Just here, Ange Postacoglu, just on the Rio Tati point, is Ralston going to be fit for Wednesday night? Not yet known. Not yet known. So, you even think about that, if Hatati has to play it right back, he's coming up against a different proposition, maybe Ewan, maybe a Megidi. So, Hibs have got players who can hurt Celtic, so they have to be in top form, never mind January the 2nd at the minute. They have to get the job done on Wednesday night first. But I would agree with Laurie and Hugh, if they get six points out of these next two games, then... The title's as good as one. Laurie makes a point that's like been meant. In fact, it gets mentioned every season on shows like this because we have two teams. Sorry, Ange Postacoglu to lump <laughs> together, but but two teams that have got a lot more money than the rest. And I am throwing out generalisations when visiting teams from out with Glasgow come to the home of those two. They tend to sit in. Yes, Ange Postacoglu has quite rightly pointed out there are differences, different styles, different players, but just just by and large. There's a, there's a defensive approach And maybe even more so at Celtic Park Then if you do want to draw a distinction Right now mm. uh, Because of the way Celtic attack So um, w- we know these things Ange Postacoglu knows them He knows to expect it Is the key 
really to break it down early, Mark, because ultimately yeah. then it, 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 it blows everything apart, really. Um, albeit Livingston got one back and, and made it a bit more uh, slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, once you break it down early, like Celtic did at the weekend, then it forces the hand of the other team to just open up a wee bit and, and then you get a much easier game. The one thing you, you've got to say about this Celtic team, even if they don't break teams down early, they yeah. find some other way Now if that's the 91st or 92nd minute Whatever it is They always find a way Always very patient Ange Postacoglu said that After the Aberdeen game That they never change the way they play Even if it goes into those last 10 minutes They still keep trying the same things And it inevitably it works So they've got some spirit this side But if they get an early goal like they did on Saturday Then obviously it settles everybody uh, and Laurie, of course, only a couple of days away from the January window opening as well. I yeah, absolutely, Gordon. And uh, I mean, we've already got some of our work done earlier there. Transfer activity uh, with the, the acquisitions of Alistair Johnson and Kobayashi. And I was reading earlier uh, online that they're reportedly interested in signing yet another player from the the J League, uh, a versatile performer. I can't recall his surname at this time. That isn't over the line. So I can't say that that's, you know, that's in the bag. We'll just have to wait and see. But uh, it's, it's indicative, anyway, that uh, Ange isn't dragging his heels. Uh, so everything is looking good in, in the Celtic Garden. Yes, I think the name you're looking for is Tomoki Iwata, if I've pronounced that correctly. Yeah. Uh, and indeed, another signing from Japan, from Ange Postacoglu's former club, Yokohama Marinos. So... That's as Laurie says, not done and dusted by any means, but there seems to be a strengthening suggestion that that is going to be the case. Why not give us your thoughts out there, Celtic fans? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five Rangers fans, how are you feeling this Boxing Day? And keep your Christmas gifts coming on Twitter. We'll speak to you next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson here, wishing you a Merry Christmas from everyone at Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are talking football, we're looking back on the weekend's action, but of course we're having a bit of fun as well, asking you what your Christmas day consisted of, get us your pictures sent in of your favourite and maybe uh, your worst Christmas gifts as well. We can slaughter the family member responsible within reason. We'll maybe keep it anonymous so we don't cause any uh, domestic incidents. I've had some good ones in, by the way. I'm just quite sick. You mentioned it. Tracy sent me, got these for our boy Lewis. That's what lovely pair of Adidas football boots. And there's a video of him opening the box. He's done, that was what it was ah, all about, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, love that. Then you get old and you get excited about a heated body oh, warmer yeah. <laughs> when you're going to your work. Do you know what I mean? A pair of gloves. Life comes at you fast. Yeah, I must admit. Uh, and one of my, f- I think my favourite of them all. Sorry to you know to, to Tracy and, and Young Lewis because it was fantastic. But just for the subtle nature of this one, uh, we got a cracker sent in by. Let me find it again. Um, it was now. There's no name in this, which is probably important. It was a. In fact, I can't read that out because it's got a wee sweary word in it. Something to do with parsley in the uh, parsley in the Twitter name. My wife is in her mid-50s and got a Jack Grealish calendar off her pal. Oh, I don't know where this leaves me. <laughs> Second to Jack Grealish, I yeah. would suggest. Great, I wouldn't mind that, actually. Right. Do me a favour, flick through and see if there's, see what month it is when Stephen O'Donnell cement them onto yeah, the turf yeah, at Wembley. Yeah, see, what, yeah. see if that made the final cut, will you? And uh, send me that in. So that's at Clyde. SSB and oh, you know everybody likes a laugh at, at Christmas time, don't they? Cracker jokes and all that sort of stuff. 
Alarmingly There are a couple of And I've looked at the profile pictures Hugh Actual grown adults On this Twitter feed Um who have responded Because producer Callum Right he's, Where is he He's away in the family oh, Hamlet I, and, and Brotty Ferry yeah, Or whatever north. Right? So he's quickly Put the leftover Brussels down He's taken to Twitter To quickly write A wee tweet for us To let us, everyone know That the show's on And send us your Christmas gift And he's written Super scoreboard Never stops Not even for Boxing Day And there are actually A couple of grown adults On there Who think that's Some sort of Celtic reference Because now the words Never, never stop oh, No one oh, else is allowed yeah. To use them apparently <laughs> Trademark yeah. Have a word to yourselves eh? Think about it Poor producer Callum The Dundee United fan Somewhere in Brotty Ferry Has written that tweet And you're getting them Embroiled In some sort of Ange Postacoglu yeah. Conspiracy On Boxing Day have a word, come on 01419511025 Let me just get down off my high horse to take this next call Stuart is a Rangers fan What's your point tonight Stuart? Uh, happy Christmas to you Same to you Stuart, thank you uh, My point is about Rangers possibly signing Ryan Porticus from Hibs uh, for about, They reckon it's about £2 million The reason I think is when they scored against us They won 3-2 He never really celebrated And we've been talking about it in the pub in that last week One of my friends uh, is actually, He knows his agent And his agent said that he looks like he's going to go to Rangers Wow, I, I don't, if that rumour is true Then you've got yourself an exclusive I don't want to um, misrepresent Ryan Portis' agent If that indeed never took place I don't know Mark, he did run the full <laughs> length of Ibrox <laughs> Uh, not quite in an Adebayor style, but he, he ran. I don't know. He, Maybe Stuart was thinking he was he was just running back quickly. But he did. He, yeah. he went to the Hibs end, I suppose. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would read much into the celebration. No, no. He certainly celebrated. Um, would he? Would he go to Rangers? Would he do a job? Um, I think he probably would. I think he's got the attributes. It always comes back to his temperament and how he handles that. And if he went. To that next stage a, a bigger club With more pressure How he would handle it um, I think he would learn um, I think you see uh, His goal At Ibrox A fantastic header Last week um, Shows what he can bring In both boxes So I think Rangers mm. could do Much worse Than putting in a, a bid for him I'm not sure it is more than Or maybe it is more than Rumour stage Maybe Stuart has got The inside info That we're looking for um, Stuart would you welcome him With open arms I've been the first day I've been the team seat right away I mean Rangers need a somebody to take like a good leader like Goff by the way back in they need a good a guy that tells them what to do and you see how many players they have all the time he's always shouting at the players and sometimes getting sent off but he still wins he can win he can win games and he can lose games he was certainly shouting at Jason Holt when he was sent off um, at the weekend obviously Hibbs would rather he didn't join Rangers or any other competitor uh, and that he went somewhere else And there has been interest in Ryan Porteous Not only from clubs in England But uh, in Italy um, I don't think with Are we the new feeder league for Serie yeah, A? Uh, yeah, Is that the way it's going now? I, I, I don't think uh, with respect To Stuart on the line That uh, you know that we hear all these things But I, I know someone who knows someone Who met his agent once And they said that he was definitely You know We need more substantial evidence than that uh, Never but, know. Christmas sherry tongue gets a bit loose. Yeah. Yep. I'm I, not being serious, just in he, case. If, he, Portis is if he goes to Rangers, the Rangers fans will welcome him. They'll get over the joke about Rangers. Do I not look happy? All that stuff. They'll immediately mm-hmm. go over that once he starts winning games for Rangers. But I don't think it's as close as Stuart thinks it is. I just wonder, Mark, it, you get to a point where you're putting two and two together, and then obviously seeing what you. You come up with 
it, it, there are so many factors that sort of point there in the sense that if you've got a Scotland international playing at one of our other bigger clubs who's racked up a number of games, who has played at this level, like we said, got Scotland recognition, who is out of contract, you have to imagine that under any circumstances, the big two then naturally sort of take a look. They've, yeah. you know, they've always kind of done that. You look around yeah. at any player from that market that you know you can get, and especially one that's out of contract. So there's that. There's then the fact that Michael Beale has said on a number of occasions that it, that he wants Scottish players. First of all, you, you kind of need them. Um, and then secondly, maybe a, a benefit to the team as well. You add that into the mix. Then Michael Beale might still be sitting tonight, listening along, enjoying his Christmas leftover and saying, I'm not remotely interested in, mm. in, in Ryan Portes. But it just seems like it, it's it's at least a good discussion point for all those reasons. Yeah, and I think it's a, a problem position for Rangers at the minute. Now, that's because, obviously, John Souter, long-term injury. Connor Goldson, just came back for injury. Leon King, still looking to find his feet in there. You had Hellander into the mix. Where is he? And Ben Davies, who comes in for a few, then misses a few. So they really need some consistency. You look at Portis, he's a guy who generally always plays. Um, very rarely injured, aggressive in both boxes. So I'd be surprised if Beal wasn't looking at him uh, and, and Rangers weren't interested in, in offering something. What that is, though, who knows? Because what would Hibs accept at this stage of the game for him? Uh, Stuart, would you, how, how happy are you to have Connor Goldson back since we're speaking about the problem position? Oh, aye, very much aye. But you can tell that uh, I was on a programme about Colby Sikov and I said Bale was going to be the next Ranger manager. I said, you'll see a difference. But look at the last three games. Can anybody answer this question? When was the last time Rangers scored a 97 minute winner against Aberdeen or any team in the last 10 years? I certainly don't have that no, stat no, no, to hand no. you uh, if uh, such a thing does exist I think it was entirely down to Scott Arfield who made all the difference in the world to them that night uh, also uh, I throw in Aberdeen how naive and unprofessional do you have to be to lose two goals in two minutes uh, having survived five minutes of time added on you then succumb in the last two minutes however Scott Arfield what a job he did that night and will continue to do for Michael Beale. Uh, as I say, it's about January 2nd. If Celtic survive East the Road, Rangers, with the greatest respect to Motherwell, look to have the easier task. Uh, it comes down to this. If Rangers win at Ibrox, game on. If Rangers lose to Celtic at Ibrox, game over. Simple as that, says Hugh Keevans. Uh, I mean, Mark, when you look at the... I don't think any Rangers fan is sitting, enjoying their Christmas dinner, dreaming about how wonderfully free-flowing and convincing the three performances have been. However, on the day, if you want to really, really simplify it, on the day that Giovanni van Bronckhorst gets sacked, or on the afternoon that they draw against St Mirren, if you say to Rangers fans, you'll win your next three games, I'm not sure many mm. would have believed you at that point, would yeah, they? No. And in fact, I think... You have to go Back in October Rangers did win Three league games in a row But believe it or not It's not something They've done too often yeah, yeah. This season So to just do that As a bare minimum First job Come in the door Take maximum points Would you, would you be focusing on that If you were Michael um, How much attention Would you be paying To the things you want to improve Yeah I th Pretty much the points 
Tally before January the second. I think that was the all important thing. You can work on other things. It's never going to be perfect. But I think Stuart's point is a good one that the man of the Rangers won the game at Pataudry. Would that have happened under Van Bronckhurst? No. Probably not because you've seen the end of some of those games and they just went out in a whimper. Against Hibs, going behind, getting in front again, would that have happened? Maybe because it was at home. But certainly the Pataudry win, I think, is stuck with some Rangers fans. It was followed up with a, a routine 1-0 win away at Ross County. But there probably are better performances to come. But points was an important thing at this stage. OK, we'll leave it there. Thank you, Stuart. We'll find out if your transfer tip comes to fruition. That was Stuart and Cope Bridge on that usual number. And you can tweet us as well. We're looking back on the weekend's football, although it seems like a while ago. Uh, and we're asking you to send us your favourite football-related Christmas gifts given or received. You can do that on Twitter, but in the meantime, what, the, what a perfect time to step up to the plate for this. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Now I know for a fact you can't have much better things to be doing Seriously Imagine spending your boxing day You've had your feet up all day hopefully You're digesting the last of the food at the moment Why not come on here and embarrass Hugh Keevans or Mark Wilson Season of goodwill Not in here I want embarrassment Humiliation <laughs> I want them demoralised by the end of the show So if you fancy beat the pundit tonight This is the time to call think, think, Look at the state of these two This guy was up till 2am watching Home Alone <laughs> He's coughing away Having <laughs> hosted Christmas dinner And passed his germs on to everybody yeah. You've never had a better chance of winning 01419511025 And the lines for Beat the Pundit Do close at 7 o'clock Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson Both here to keep you company this Boxing Day So why not get in touch and let them know what is on your mind on a footballing sense. We're looking back on the weekend's action. Celtic beating St Johnston. Incident-packed day at Tannadice. Sadly, a double leg break for Craig Gordon, spelling the end of his season. A great win for Hibs. You have to go back a couple of days previous to find wins for Rangers and Dingwall. Uh, and an impressive point for Kilmarnock at Fir Park. So if you want to look back on any of that, it's the same number. We can look forward to upcoming games, the transfer window opening, and we're even asking you to send us pictures of your best and worst football-related Christmas gifts at Clyde SSB. But before we go any further, I told you I want Mark Wilson or Hugh Keevens embarrassed and humiliated by this. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. That is my one remaining Christmas wish to see you two lose here. Ryan is in Paisley. Are you up to the task, Ryan? I'm up to the task. Good man. How was your Christmas? Well, it's been eventful. That's what I'm going to say about it. Oh no. What's that mean? Oh, Ryan, because right, I'm by... The definition We are nosy people As folks on the radio But like Am I going to open any wounds By asking you What's happened What's that sorry It's been eventful So that's that's all I'm going to say oh, We'll need to leave it there I think Ryan's oh, made You can't just leave it like that Ryan no, but you can but See that there's an art to this right Because see if Ryan now Tells a story that's like not appropriate for right, us okay. Or yeah. We don't know how to react yeah. to it It's going It'll to be, be pro- minute, Is okay. it one of those stories Ryan it's one of those stories, God. Right, he's made it clear. Right, so, we'll leave it there. Okay. You can see legal, you can only pry so much. Legal proceedings may be pending, so. <laughs> uh, Producer Michael, is our lawyer, does he work on Christmas? 
Time is he off? I think we'll, aye, we'll just leave it. We'll leave Ryan to play to play beat the punt. Um, anyway, he'll toss the coin, Ryan, before we get in any bother. Heads, it will be Hugh Evans, and tails, it will be Mark Wilson. I just kind of stopped thinking about why Ryan's Christmas was eventful, <laughs> quite frankly. But anyway, let's see what the coin says. You lost your last two in a row? I think so, two or three, yeah. You're up again. Tails, yeah. Right, Mark Wilson against Ryan. Look, let's this, go. this guy's a, an eventful Christmas. Yeah. You need to let him win. No, no okay. chance, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. Right. Oh, it doesn't sound alright I think Ryan needs this one To cheer him up right Anyway um, We'll give you some clay too So that Mark can't hear us Ryan 30 seconds Answer as many as you can Pass if you don't know Okay Okay Let's do it 30 seconds Starting now Name either scorer for Celtic Against St Johnston at the weekend Kyogo Name any English player In the Rangers squad Winston Who was sent off for Aberdeen Against St Mirren at the weekend Pass. Who did Dunfermline beat at the weekend? Pass. Who's bottom of Scottish League 2? Rangers. Who's got more Scotland caps, Graham Alexander or Ryan Christie? Ryan, uh, Graham Alexander. Which League 1 side plays at Lynx Park? Pass. Okay, let's bring back Mark Wilson. Can you hear us? Yes. You ready? Yep. Same set of questions. Okay. Let's do it. Name either scorer for Celtic against St Johnson at the weekend. Hatati. Name any English player in the Rangers team. Golton. Who was sent off for Aberdeen against St Mirren at the weekend? Oh, oh Stuart. Who did Dunfermline beat at the weekend? Oh, Kelly. Who's bottom of Scottish League 2? Pass. Who's got more Scotland caps, Graham Alexander or Ryan Christie? Graham Alexander. Which League 1 side play at Lynx Park? Montrose. How many English Premier League players did Argentina have in their World Cup winning Ooh, squad quickly? Five. Ryan, what's the verdict? I, I've got a donut, bro. No, 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 no. It's, Ryan, who's helping you in the background? No, oh. Mr. Big Stuff. Wow. I'm getting more nervous about this called Mr. Big Stuff in the background, apparently. Having a good boxing day I'm by the sense, nervous. yeah. I'm yeah. getting nervous. Do you really How think it was a zero, Ryan? Ryan? Oh, I'm ashamed of myself. Ryan, that's what I like to hear. Ryan, 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 don't no. you're being too hard on yourself. You knew, <laughs> you knew that Kyogo scored. <laughs> it's one each. You knew that Kyogo scored. You knew that John Lundstrom was English. It's two each. What's the drama? What's the drama? You're doing fine. Well done, Ryan. You've got two on the board. You right. also knew that Graham Alexander has got more caps than Ryan Christie. Three. So you've got three on the board. Oh, I'm starting to get worried now. Three each. However, oh, yes. Ryan I like however. and Mr. Big Stuff, Anthony Stewart was sent off yes. for Aberdeen. Yes. Mark Wilson yes, got it. Yep. Dunfermline beat Kelty. Mark Wilson yeah. got it. Oh, of yes. <laughs> do you know what, Ryan? Can I tell you a secret here? See, see if somebody knows straight away that Dunfermline beat Kelty. They're either, like they're, they're either a Dunfermline fan, a Kelty fan, or they had a coupon on at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so That's yes. my opinion on it Please yes. gamble responsibly um, And you both missed The Albion Rovers Are bottom of League 2 oh, So it was a It was a 3 Ryan It wasn't bad But Mark Wilson got a 6 Yes <laughs> Thank you to Ryan And I'm Mr Ryan. Big Stuff they are having a very interesting <laughs> boxing day. Ha- sometimes you just got to hold your hands up. I've got no idea what Mr. Big Stuff shouted in the background. So see if you were in any way offended by it. That I, I am sorry. I don't know what it was. I couldn't hear it. Please forgive me. It's uh, boxing a good day. Time. It's yeah. live radio.
but I've seen them off. I needed that one, Gordon. <laughs> I was, I was good for uh, you. Yeah, yeah, very that good. It was impressive, actually. Yeah, I was on a bit of a losing streak there, Hugh, for a yeah. couple of weeks, but back on now. Yeah, good, good performance. On you. Yeah, that Six. was strong. That was strong. I must admit, Albion Rovers did I tell you that bottom of league two. Yep. Pay yeah, attention, yeah. please. Um, Argentina had four players: Ooh, Lissandro five. Martinez, Emi Martinez, Christian Romero, Julian Alvarez. Okay, but you've got that here. Oh, McAllister. Oh, oh, it's oh. five. Producer Michael. Oh. See, anything to do with Brighton, 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 Brighton never, misses a, never yeah. misses a trick. Is See, he still off, Hugh McAllister? Is he a couple of weeks off? Uh, is he back? Did he play? Did he no, play? no, I didn't play today. They beat uh, Southampton 3 1. Don't need World Cup winners. Beat them anyway. Mm. Yeah. Back. So you would have got that then, wouldn't I you? I would have got that, yeah. Oh, wait till Mr. Big Stuff finds yeah, out that they lost. 7 7 3. That's brilliant. What a Boxing Day performance has. I actually thought he was alright. He was. He was, but. Are you, like, are you still intrigued about how, why it was an eventful Christmas? Yeah, or well, it, we just it, think well, we just leave it? Especially after hearing Mr. Big Stuff in the back there. I felt like there yeah. were more than just yeah, Mr. Yeah. Big Stuff. I've seen I them felt off. like there was a, a I collection. Think, I think you get out of that call just in time. Hugh <laughs> 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 was looking very near, very near <laughs> in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, they're man. having a good time. Eh? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Don't forget to send us your favourite Christmas gifts. Uh, at Clyde SSB on Twitter If they're football related It's even better I don't know where um, Producer Callum got the image That we used for our tweet It's a mug And it says Wilson 12 I On the back that, But it actually. looks like a Scotland shirt So it has yeah, to be yeah. photoshopped I'm going to ask I think that's got that, If that's real Historic moment I correct And incorrect I was going to say Beat the pundit you find You found your niche though It yeah. just had a Brighton connection yeah. Anything else You wouldn't even have noticed um, And it isn't the season of goodwill Gary McIntyre was straight on Twitter saying that looks like the correct number for Wilson 12 on the bench or injured he says oh, harsh well, 12 was my number at Celtic I'm sure the man Nothing on Twitter be sub. speaks from a long and illustrious career in football <laughs> I'm sure he has he's entitled to his opinion absolutely um Robbie Boyd says We're living in some sort of paradox here Mr Big Stuff is just howling in the background <laughs> Don't you? Live radio, Boxing Day Anything's possible uh, We'll just see what happens between now uh, and 8 o'clock Now we'd listen We don't tend to talk about the English Premier League too much And we won't But just because it came up there uh, In the Beat the Pundit questions It reminded me And you'll see where I'm going with this There's an obvious Scottish connection Did you see the stat from your gaffer today? No You joking? You've not put a, a, a big congratulations message yet. Oh, what what, what is it? Andy Robertson mm-hmm. today became the defender with the most assists oh. in Premier League history. What a claim that is. So who did he beat? Leighton Baines? Leighton no? Baines. Yeah. He drew level with him in the previous or just before Christmas, before the break. Um it wasn't your typical Andy Robertson assist either. It was a cross, I think, from Trent or a pass. Robertson sort of on the right side I think maybe from a set piece He just taps it back across I think it was uh, Salah I think with the yeah. finish 54 assists Now that is amazing I know assists have became Such a A big talking point Nowadays It was slightly different Even when I played um, But to do it at the top level You know Week after week Is hugely impressive Hard enough holding a place down And a world class team like that Never mind contributing to so many goals So Well done Gaffer 
<laughs> what a sycophant job, <laughs> job security Very important oh, Seriously though Hugh I feel For a while It became like Oh You know The Andy Robertson story We know We know yeah, Selling yeah. tickets To Hamden mm. To Scotland captain Liverpool Champions League Because you, you couldn't go a week Without mentioning it But I do think it's sort of People have now Stopped mentioning it And maybe We've done that thing Where we very quickly Go and take it for granted Yeah The defender with the most Assists in Premier League history To add to the Scotland captain Champions League winner Premier League winner Former Queen's Park player Etc Yeah yeah. yeah. He's now uh, Andy Robertson In his own right It's not You don't have to go through The whole backstory From Queen's Park To Dundee United To Hull To Anfield He's now a top player in his own right being recognised by this latest claim to fame most assists in Premier League history that's quite something when you, when you think of the number of top players that, that we yeah. have played there and as you said especially now because well full backs are assisters yeah. and that's, that's kind of what they're there you for in most teams it, some of the great teams over that Premier League history you know and some of the great full backs that have mm-hmm. graced those teams even think of the Man United team you know with, with Gary Neville and you could throw in Dennis Irwin and whoever else you want to put in the, the great Arsenal teams but Andy Rob- Robertson he surpassed that is incredible just in the English Premier League yeah. 22 in your entire career apparently <laughs> 22 assists hmm. Who's who's gave you that start, Michael? Producer Michael. That's what he says. Mm, uh, I think maybe a bit more. Than See, that, the thing surely. is, honestly, that that won't even that that's good. That'll be good for the the number of games you played in that. I'm telling you that that's it's just now. Even in the last few years, these guys have become freaks. Yeah, yeah, and the amount of entries into the the final third yeah. uh, is huge. I was good at Hugh passing it to the guy who had the assist. So I would oh, quite sure. often give it to Nakamura five yards and he would whip <laughs> it forty five yards into the box and see so I did all the hard that's stuff. I think know. that's I think that's wise. I think that's yeah. just and I would let him take all the credit. It's just the type of guy I am. Yeah, I'm sure he's somewhere on a football phone in, <laughs> uh, in, in Japan, Japan right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. so see, do you know what actually the unsung hero is see this guy Mark Wilson yeah. did yeah. wonders. Yeah. I'm big uh, in Japan here. For 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 my career. Um here's my tenuous link. Because you've just mentioned it Looks like Celtic may be Hugh closing in on another signing From oh. Japan It's been a we, we gave it a passing mention um, A little while ago um, But everyone knows It's been a successful market For Ange Postacoglu Yes of course Hideguchi probably hasn't no. Necessarily worked out But the other three Have become major parts Of the squad uh, Kyogo and Hatati Are the guys that scored At the weekend Add Dyes and Maeda Into that And it, um, there's another defender Who's joined Who's not yet played and the latest name, uh, Tomoki Iwata. He was playing in J3 League just a couple of seasons ago. He now does the, the rumour mill is getting stronger that he's going to join Celtic. Um, and in fact, he was the J League MVP player of the year in, yeah. in Scottish speak. Um, a midfielder or defender. Very physical, very fast by all accounts. And you just wonder if Ange Postacoglu is going to do it again. Well, the thing about these deals uh, from Celtic's perspective... Uh, my understanding is it will cost something in the region of £850,000 to £1,000,000 to bring him over here on loan initially, which is the way that the Dyson made a deal was done. Uh, and again, the understanding is that he'll be here next week. Um, so, Maeda, Kyogo, Hatati, outrageous successes for Celtic. Idiguchi, 
bad start one night at Alloa in a Scottish Cup tie and never ever recovered after a serious injury in that game. Uh, so he will go back to Japan and Celtic will have to see uh, Iwata when he gets here, see what kind of player he is. However, if Postacoglu knows him well, and clearly he does, mm. and wants him over here, he's got a chance because Postacoglu's record in these matters is very impressive. He, Ange Postacoglu, that is Mark, was asked about it on Christmas Eve, and I believe he said, we'll see what Santa brings. Ooh, that sounds that sounds promising, I, I think, if you're a Celtic fan. Um I like the sound of this guy, you know, Ange Postacoglu saying that he could play as the anchor in the midfield. Celtic, I think, realise that if something again has to happen to Callum McGregor, that although Matt O'Reilly can play in there, maybe in the, against the tougher opposition, you might need someone a wee bit more defensive-minded. He can cover a number of positions, can go into the back line, can play right back as well so so we believe so these Japanese players that are, are coming to Celtic at the minute tend to cover a lot of positions with minimal fuss and seem to churn out performances that are you know very very good even if it isn't their you have to wonder though preferred position with Alison Johnson in the building Kobayashi in the building and uh, Iwata expected to be in the building next week somebody other than Juranovic should be going I mean Celtic can't keep on they've got an embarrassment of mm. riches at the moment but now you've got to fit in three other players sure. um, you would think that Ange Postacoglu knows that one or two are going out in the January window at the same time Mark if you think they are upgrades on what you've got or they think it's it's a particular role that you can fill that you don't have at the moment you, you just do it don't you yeah. I mean <sighs> Yet all these positions listed that Iwata can apparently play mm. is is the one that, although Celtic fans are, are happy in a sense, is when we talk about Champions League nights, mm. do we not always get calls about we, we could still do with that proper number six, a destroyer that can really get about, really cover the ground, really yeah. help us stop teams breaking on us when when we go and try and do the attacking things that Ange Postecoglou yeah. wants to do. Th- With that in mind, is that maybe the role that you see him primarily being identified for? I would say so. I was surprised that Ange Postecoglou didn't make a signing like that in the summer. With that that in mind, um, going into those Champions League games, but he, he set up a totally different way. Maybe he's having a different. Idea for next season, but I think Celtic. I think any top team actually, when you look in European competition, they've got a player like that who can mix it, but who can handle the ball as well, who can stop promising attacks, who can read the the game well. That wee bit more physical than the the ball players that Celtic have got at the minute. So I think that would be welcomed in that position. But Hugh makes a good point. I mean, of course, Ange Postecoglou says that Celtic have to be aggressive in the transfer window, and that's exactly what he's doing. But if the players are stockpiling, I, I was wondering at the weekend, where did they get their the game time? In days gone by, I would go and play in the reserves just to get 90 minutes. Maybe it's closed door stuff, but as the squad's piling up, players are, are getting less and less time on the pitch. The other thing, Hugh, that there's never a guarantee how many players arrive with big reputation or a signing comes that you think makes sense on paper and it doesn't work, or vice versa, someone comes in under the radar, does brilliantly. But when it's at this stage, all you can do is assess the, the, the information that you have, and if this guy's apparently 
the best player in the Japanese league at the moment because yep. he's just been named the, the MVP. That would excite Celtic fans at this point, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Uh, as I say, Idiguchi is the only one that hasn't, unfortunately for him, been able to make any impression at Celtic Park. But the others are uh, adored by the supporters and uh, without having any idea what Kobayashi will look like and Iwata, uh, the Celtic fans will trust in Ange Postacoglu's judgement. Come on then, where are you tonight? 01419511025 Either you want to look back on the weekend's big talking points You maybe want to look forward to the games on Wednesday Or we can talk about those things further in the distance Like the transfer window And we're even asking you if you just want to come on And talk about your Christmas gifts that you received uh, You can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB We'll speak to you next Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, both here, both waiting for your calls. 0141-951-1025. And you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. So please do. Uh, we're asking you to get in touch if you've just got your feet up relaxing You want to share with us your Christmas gifts that you received Any football related ones Come on I'm nosy, very very nosy And I want to see what was out there Even if it was for you, the kids maybe uh, Or anyone else in the family Do send them over to us at Clyde SSB Jerry McSkimming just says Merry Christmas to you and the gang Keep up the good work First class How nice is that Lovely Season Thanks, of goodwill Lovely. Uh, These yeah. things are few and far between uh, Emily says Could you give my mum and dad Emma and Andrew a message Saying thanks for the best Christmas ever From Emily and Alana How nice is that That's, Yeah Very nice you wonder, Should I mean, not do that herself You wonder how many um, Christmases just went the other way though You know when people just oh. fall out Arguments, just start arguing yeah, over, the, yeah. over over a, a game of Scrabble yeah. at the end of the night. Yeah, it was we, a, we had a the team affair. No, we had well. Was I was the bold team game of choice. Family quiz. So my sister always does a quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, what Americanized questions in there though? That oh, no, she forgotten her roots. Ah, Is it all nah. like elevators and sidewalks? Uh, yeah, with her yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we team up, partner up. So I was put with my youngest like son, but second year in a row, Hugh, the one youngest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quite right. But yeah. he's smarter, isn't he? He is quite clever I was going to say <laughs> so, you. I want to watch Did you remember what it said The freeway to drive on? <laughs> oh I have let her borrow my car that's, that's a different story So she's uh, I think she's struggling with it So hopefully <laughs> I'll get it back in How one piece How long did she live here? Oh, I, I, exactly I said that to her I said it's, I was in the car with her When she was driving When I handed it over And she was Turning into the Wrong side of the road <laughs> At a junction it just reminds me of when I used to get a lift in with Gordon Deal. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of him, I think he's broke these headphones. Because I'm over this side of the studio today, oh, and yeah, I never get to wear the big these. Big studio politics at play, because in a midweek show, Hugh Evans and Mark Wilson are never in together. And Mark Wilson always stays in the same place, but so does Hugh. And listen, we, <laughs> know, we know who's more important, he's don't awkward. we? He's pulled rank. <laughs> yeah. He's kicked Wilson over to the yeah, other side of the yeah. studio. It does come in. Ten minutes earlier to claim his the, spot. Yeah, yeah, it's like the. I think that's the what it beach is. I get in, in here. The pool. I get in here at two o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> Seriously, correct. Hold it right. <laughs> two o'clock yeah. in the. With, without belittling the show that we're actually like midway through, there's very little to talk about tonight. There's no one in the office. You came here at two o'clock. What have you done? He, he wants to. He's yeah. a shameless. He just wants to escape the grandkids. Yeah, that's it. That's unbelievable. <laughs> you were here That's four terrible. hours before this show started. I, I got what did the, you do? I got the newspapers out for a start <laughs> and I brought a packed lunch with me. Oh my goodness. Oh, what? 
Brussels, yeah. I hope it wasn't Brussels sprouts. Oh, so oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. And then I uh, generally just kept myself quiet. Did you have the choice? There's no one else in here they to were, talk to. They were putting together a game when I left the house. So did, did the Keevans oh. family not do uh, board games last night? No, what was the Christmas no, entertainment of choice? By the time we get back, it was 11 o'clock, and they saw their presents and started to unwrap. And it that Macaulay Culkin come on again, and uh, that, that was us till two a.m. So I, I know I'll be going back to what do they call it? Hanley's, Hemley's, what do they call it? The toy shop. Yeah, Hamley's. Hamley's. <laughs> Other toy shops are available for what it's worth. That's, That's a good one. Though. We, yeah. we we tend to quiz as well. We quizzed last night. Oh, you think, you, you think I'd, I'm, the, I'm the quiz master? Oh, yeah. No time off. Seriously, oh. busman's holiday. You know, you never take part in any quizzes, do you? It's, it's as if I'm just. Typecast into yeah, this role Yeah, yeah. That go down well It was a bit thrown together I must admit We hosted By you? didn't we it's so yeah, it, was, it wasn't my finest effort uh, It was a bit sort of A bit quick Any arguments? Uh, nah not really I would say actually kind of passed with See, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like to be the quiz master Because I was starting to heckle my sister As well You know about certain answers And but listen, these questions are rubbish And See if I can uh, handle the lockdown quiz nights with you yeah, and your pal Gordon DL. Yeah, if you can handle him, I'm, I'm, we can handle I'm anything okay. it's on him. Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, just another point, very quickly. Oh, we spoke about Andy Robertson being the top assist uh, provider in the English Premier League history. Ben Doak has just made his English Premier League oh. debut, replacing Darwin Nunez. And Hugh, you never get carried away. You keep your feet in the ground, or you're supposed to. Does it feel like that's when it gets a bit serious? Because all well and good popping up in these Capital One Cup ties or whatever they're called, yep. all very well getting a run out in a friendly against AC Milan. Once you start getting English Premier League minutes yep. for Liverpool, yep. aged 17. And only just turned 17 into the bargain. Uh, Jurgen Klopp clearly thinks the world of him. Clearly believes that even at the age of 17, he can just do it. And you know there's a dazzling career in the making when you are in the Liverpool team under Jurgen Klopp and you've only just turned 17. I can't think of... Dennis Law was uh, a teenager when he went down to Huddersfield, but that was... You know, we're talking about different times now. Uh, And for a Scottish teenager to be in the Liverpool team... Jurgen Klopp must think there is a glowing career ahead of him. Pretty special, that. Really special. You're right, Gordon. When it gets to this stage, you do start taking notice because you're right. The League Cup in England is used as a, a sort of breeding ground for the the younger players to to just come through and get first team experience. But Premier League stuff, that's that's pretty good going at that age. Um, when did he make his Celtic debut? Sixteen? Yeah. Was it he came on? Uh, against Rangers was it uh, yeah. of course so for the manager to trust him in that environment it goes to show you how good a player he is behind closed doors you know away from the public eye um, for Ranch Postacoglu to think that and then for Jurgen Klopp to think he's good enough to mix it with those superstars down there I think he's special just one. In, the, in the name of accuracy I think he came on once before the Rangers game yeah I think it was the, the, oh, game, right, the okay. game before yeah. it I think it was against Dundee United but um, that that is quite something, isn't it? Because look, we would all love our young Scottish players to stay here, and you know, if you're a Celtic fan, or when Rangers had it with Billy Gilmore, you, you want them to stay here. And there's sometimes a maybe a fear 
Or an accusation That they'll go and get lost In the in the youth systems And it'll be years Before you see them again For him to have gone down And got yeah. English Premier League minutes In that space of time Is remarkable I didn't think it? it would take that path That it would be a couple of years Before we, we ever seen him Again really pop up In a, any meaningful game um, To do it in such a short space of time But you saw The videos getting Kind of dropped when yeah. he was in the reserve team And some of the special goals he was scoring At that stage in Liverpool Putting that out as well That just goes to show you how much the club think of him uh, Yes, we will keep an eye on that of course Hopefully he gets more minutes in the future We're going to speak to Kevin and Sterling in just a second uh, Let me give you tonight's full time teaser oh, and forgot about that yeah. Bang on, topical If Andy Robertson is the number one defender In terms of assists in English Premier League history which other nine defenders make up the top ten? So Andy Robertson became the defender with the most assists in English Premier League history today. Name the other nine who make up the top ten. Dennis Irwin? No. Wayne Baines? Yeah, well we gave that away yeah. earlier because he was the previous record holder. Gary Neville's got to be in there. He is. Well done. Um, ooh. Gareth Barry? No. Is he no. defender? No. Um, Freddie Lundberg No he's not a defender <laughs> This could be a long <laughs> evening folks uh, oh, What about Andy's pal Oh Trent Trent yeah. Okay Give you a wee clue to kick you off Right that's three down And six to get Let's bring in Kevin Who is a Rangers fan uh, As we head well, As we move beyond Christmas Kevin how, how do you assess where Rangers are now Three games into Michael Beale's era mm, uh, Hugh and Mark I, I, wanna, I hope Rangers Return it on If we get a good result on Wednesday And, and the, the game Against Celtic on Monday Will be a hard game but We've got the home advantage We'll have to take that advantage uh, I would like to say To speak to Hugh Do you think Rangers would go for Linda Dyke? What do you think? <laughs> Uh, you can still get your Christmas wish list in Kevin's gone Lyndon Dykes tonight Yeah well I mean if anyone knows Lyndon Dykes It's Michael Beale uh, He's only just left them behind uh, At QPR uh, He certainly Up here was a handful uh, Celtic Knew that to be the case He uh, he was used to giving Celtic A torrid time in a Livingston jersey um, The interesting thing About this window how much money have Rangers got to spend? Uh, you know, and are they going to, first of all, get a new deal for Ryan Kent and or uh, Alfredo Morelos? Um, you know, Lyndon Dykes would come up and do a job of that, I have no doubt. Michael Beale knows him. So if if Michael Beale thinks he can be successful at Rangers, then he would have to be a possibility in the month of January. I don't think it's a bad shout when you look at his attributes, what he, he brings to a team. And would you say Rangers are missing that at the minute? Maybe, because Cholak, I suppose he doesn't get involved in any build-up play, but he, he puts the ball in the back of the net. Morelos um, is nowhere near the player he was. Um, whether Michael Beale can turn that around and whether he stays is another question. I, I do think Michael Beale would be looking for another striker. No, he's worked with Dykes before So You can piece uh, There's just so many moving parts though aren't there As Hugh mentions Firstly then Can you Get Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos To commit their futures 
If they don't, are you are you trying to move them on in January, or are you still are you just using that time to almost in a Conor Goldson fashion, yeah. where maybe you get to the end of the season and they do decide, or are they getting pressed for an answer right now? And if the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Do you move them on? I mean, if you were going to move Morelos on, then of course you would need a striker on a simple numbers game. You yeah. might need one anyway, but you certainly need one if he leaves. And this this strikes me as being a really busy period on a number of fronts because Michael Beale has spoken about it. He's clearly hopeful. He's wanting to use that relationship he's had with Ryan Kent, known him since he was 15, firstly to get the best out of him right now, mm-hmm. but secondly to see if he'll stay at the club. Uh, and then maybe a similar situation with Alfredo Morelos. So it feels like a lot could change. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kent would be worth keeping. Uh, he did not perform under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, uh, but there is a player there. Uh, he was not demonstrating what he's capable of, but Beal could bring that out of him. Morelos, for me, is an enigma. Uh, he used to be outstanding. He's no longer outstanding. Uh, he has a Peculiar temperament You can't work out whether he's Enjoying his football or not Enjoying the club as much as he once did uh, that, That's a more complex case for uh, Michael Beale to solve But Kent definitely should be held on to And then even in the, the shorter term You know Kevin makes a good point there Mark About just trying It was all. It was all really I think anyone was looking for from a Rangers perspective when Michael Beale took over can you get to the Celtic game with the gap the same or smaller that's all yeah. you you can't have it getting bigger before then but can yeah. you stay there and take your chances over that 90 minutes Yeah. Um, and as Hugh unfortunately pointed out earlier it's on paper it's a fairly gentle fixture I say grudgingly uh, for Rangers on Wednesday 20 years today did you know since Motherwell last beat Rangers in a league game. Ooh. Now, of course, there were those Ooh, wonderful there were those wonderful playoff games, right? But we forget about them. Um, if we're talking specifically about the league, I mean, for yeah. the stat, um, it was Boxing Day, 2002. James McFadden scored in a 1-0. I was a ball boy. I was going to say, where are you there? The goal. Um, Did you celebrate or were obviously. you professional? And no, you were are you allowed to yeah, celebrate course, as ball boys? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so... And that was at Fir Park, by the way. Motherwell haven't beaten Rangers at Fir Park or Ibrox in the league in those 20 years. And you would have to be an eternal Claret Amber optimist to try and build a case for it on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Particularly when you see the way Motherwell are playing uh, recently. Now, you you go back to last season. Remember, they were two down at Ibrox and, and um, they came back. But you'd have to look at Rangers... Look at the goals have been scoring against Aberdeen and Hibs. I know that there was only one against Ross County, and you'd have to fancy them strongly. Um, it's going to be a tough one that for Motherwell. Both, so both teams, Celtic and Rangers, will want to have a very good Wednesday night, so that they both approach Ibrox on the second of January, really up for the occasion. Uh, you know, the Celtic fans will think. If the gap is still nine points, a win for Celtic Ibrox, and you 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 can't kid yourself on. You can't pretend black is white. The league would be over, uh, but we've got to get past Hibs, and it would be a big psychological lift for Celtic if they went played well, beat Hibs, and it's still nine points. Did draw twice at Ibrox last season. Mm. I'm trying. I'm clutching yeah, at straws. Yeah. 
I mean, they've tried different tactics. I remember them part, well, parting the buses is a term we use all the time. And remember they held Rangers fairly late on one game and then Rangers eventually got the breakthrough and I think they went on to win up one no, was that last season? No, so it was, the was, one, the it was a one-all and a two-all last season yeah. at Ibrox. I think what you're thinking of maybe is the day that Motherwell were one up until the 73rd minute ah, so and then the Rangers yeah. ended up winning 3-1. On, the, yeah. on the slender evidence that we have relative to Michael Beale, three games, nine points, mm. dramatic late goals, etc, etc. Uh, the Motherwell of last season and the Rangers of last season were both Different propositions. Uh, thank you very much, Kevin and Stirling. We'll get the rest of the answers to this teaser next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Kevens and Mark Wilson are here. They're going about their business on the full-time teaser, which is on the day. This is hot off the press. On the day that Andy Robertson became. The defender with the most assists in English Premier League history Can you name the other nine Who make up the top ten yeah, They've given me Andy's pal Trent Alexander-Arnold They've given Gary Neville And the previous record holder Leighton Baines Did you get any during the break? Alan Hutton No Kyle Walker Yes, he's tenth though uh, We've got another one As Pilaqueta, I think Mm, yes Yes actually, yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a few um, surprising ones I pulled this one out here I think Graham was so You're smarter when you're not with Gordon Deal. Thank you <laughs> Thank uh, you. Well done Graham yeah. was so That's six of three to get I would say they are For the most part Brutal right. Really? Yes mm. I would say so That's another way yeah, We need some Forget it Clues Yeah I'd say one though One is good One If you're talking about Really Productive Oh no they're all productive right But Jumps out at you Has been a really productive Solid English Premier League fullback Scored good goals Set up good goals We're talking Our era of the English Premier League Mark Wilson If such a thing exists Late 90s Early 2000s That sort of ballpark Mm, You're going to give us a team now If I give you the team You'll nail it straight away Yeah um, Leeds Oh uh, Kelly No Oh no Paul Rooney No uh, uh, Hart Ian Hart Thank oh, you I always get them mixed uh, up Ian Hart right. but are, they, are they not related in some way Two actually? to get Two to get yeah. Two to get uh, A bit of breaking news tonight We always tend to Focus a lot Too much at times On referees on a Monday Livingston have confirmed tonight They will appeal The red card Shown to Jason Holt For a challenge uh, for a sending off at Easter Road on Saturday. Do they have a a chance yeah. with the appeal, Hugh Yeah, Kevins? yeah. Um, I've had a look at it. And, you know, the referees are diving in now. We've got this man at Tannadice on Saturday who dives in and awards a penalty against a goalkeeper who's got a double fracture of his leg and, you know, you're just not seeing the game properly. And the referee at Easter Road dived in and I don't think that Jason Holt's challenges and Anyway, endangering an opponent. The thing is, though, they used to get accused of diving in, but there is now VAR. They, you know, they would look at that. So you wonder, Mark, does that then fall into the cat? Well, listen, maybe they all just think it was a red. Quite simply, mm. or, or is this in that really frustrating, annoying bracket of 
Well it's not a clear and obvious mistake by the ref So it might not be a red But it's, you know, it's not bad enough to overturn Look he clearly catches Kevin Nisbet in the end At the very very end yeah. of the movement With a, with a sort of follow through <sighs> But before that he, doesn't, he just can slid the ball It's such a bad decision from the referee I mean he wins the ball The follow through Maybe there's a mm. wee kick out at the end it is never in a million years away. I don't think it's a kick out. I've just got this, like, I think football's heading in this weird direction. Because I'm like, you guys, I watch that and I just think, oh, come on, like, you know, that's, mm. that's fine. He's just slid the ball away. I, I can then just imagine them, Hugh, when at the end of it all, because we spoke about David Turnbull at the weekend, if you take everything that you ever thought about intent, you take uh-huh. it out and you bin it because it's irrelevant. And at the very end, when you see Jason Holt's studs land on. Kevin Nisbet's leg I, I just wonder if they will say No That's endangering an opponent Because the studs landed on the leg On you go Well Serve your suspension I think we are entitled to give it a, a go uh, I'm slightly surprised that Celtic Did not Attempt to Contest David Turnbull's are red you? card I've seen a lot of Celtic fans tweet us over the weekend Going do you know what Hands up I think that was unlucky But well, Don't maybe maybe that's Ange Postacoglu's view of it as well because there, there there is no appeal and David Turnbull will now be out of the game against Hibs on Wednesday they, and they, the Rangers they, game. Well, they may still do it, you know, they, unless we've just not heard yet. I think I don't know if this week's different with bank holidays and whatever they usually have till tomorrow. Um, they may well, Mark. Would mm. they? Would I don't Celtic? think so No I, I think You'd have seen to then it. convince a panel that that did not endanger the safety yeah, of an opponent, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I think that one's pretty. Clear cut. Um, I think Ange Postecoglou would just accept that and move on. I mean, David Turnbull. The I, bull. I do feel from the bull. Him, Aye, I the like bull. That. I do feel from because he, he never seems to get a, a, a break at things. He's either injured or well, he, he finds that, himself. We? You as a profe- as a former sorry professional oh. footballer, you're going to sympathise with that all day long because yeah. you know all David Turnbull's tried to do is jump and re- reach the ball. You yeah. know that. He's, he's, he's not but, trying to yeah he's not trying to catch anyone in the face that's for sure yeah. he's trying to get on the end of a cross to score a goal unfortunate okay you've got two more I think on this teaser so we're looking for two more who make up the top ten all time English Premier League assisters because our man our captain Andy Robertson has just gone number one on the list followed by the likes of Ian Hart Graham Lasseau Cesar Azpilicueta Trent Alexander Arnold Gary Neville Leighton Baines Kyle Walker two to get. I'm stuck Hugh, jump in any time you want here no, <laughs> you're right. Daz is usually good at this he, he comes up with two magically at the end um, hmm, I'm not sure Clues, we need clues now Graham sure. Lasso might have sort of Gone and switched play out to this guy On the other fullback role I hope I've got that right I think they were a similar time Yeah Right, he's Can I think Again Right back All in one Chelsea. clue for you Yes Nationality You've got it Within seconds Okay Romanian Oh come on, Don't do this uh, Petrescu Yes Dan Petrescu Dan Petr- I'm amazed really? at it I know I'm amazed I don't know That's just the list I'm uh, not sure About that Well believe it For now And the last one Oh my I knew this would be This would be brutal This guy is English um, pfft, I'm genuinely amazed No offence to him Probably just Because of my era Maybe or Played most of his English Premier League football for Everton in the in the in the 90s, kind of spanned the 90s really. A bit for Sheffield Wednesday after that. Started at Man City. No. Oh, nah. 
Andy Hinchcliffe Oh, oh. not a chance no way yeah. need to update that list Actually it's not that impressive now <laughs> that <Andy's on> it. <laughs> Anyway thank you Hugh Keevans Thank you Mark Wilson Once again from us Merry Christmas Hope you had a good day Hope you're having a good couple of days I know some of you like to kick the backside right out of it And good on you So you should We are back tomorrow A special programme next 25 years of Bowie at breakfast Gary Spence chatting to the man himself That should be a fantastic listen So enjoy And we'll speak to you tomorrow